We shouldn't sing Christmas carols on this episode. Well, I was getting to that, Chadley. But first of all, (laughs) happy Festivus. We're recording this on Festivus. I don't like to date these episodes, but it's the Christmas episode, so fuck it. Um, Fuck it. Who gives a shit? It was recorded on the 23rd of December. Fuck it. (laughs) 23rd, 2015. (laughs) Stamp it. Absolutely. I don't even know what my Christmas gifts are yet. Yeah, I haven't gone shopping yet. I was going to go later today. But, uh, Chadley, since you did... um, you did lose Fantasy Movie League 13 weeks in a row in our first season. Yeah. That means you have to do a challenge today, and I, okay. I got it for you. Whip off that shirt, Chadley. You're about to sing Santa Baby. Well, I'm about to do what? You're about to sing Santa Baby. Okay, hold on. Hold on. I'm taking out my headphones. Do I have to, like, do, I have to do I like you, a... I sent you the karaoke link on Facebook, so open that up. Take your headphones out. Okay. Am I am I gonna have to like dance or? <laughs> well, you you do whatever you feel, Chadley. Okay. What the moment feels you. Okay. All right. Here we go. Just I, remember, your other challenge was to drink soup out of the socks. You're getting off easy. You're getting off easy. Ooh! Ah. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Santa baby, just slip a sable under the tree. What the fuck's a sable? For me. <laughs> Been an awful good girl. Am I trying to fuck Santa? Is that what's going here? So hurry down the chimney tonight. That's yeah, about fucking Santa. Jesus Christ. Santa baby, a 54 convertible to light blue. I'll wait up for you, my dear Santa baby. So come and fuck my pussy tonight. Do I have to do the whole song? Do I gotta do I gotta do the whole thing? Of course you have to do the whole thing. Haven't kissed. Next year I could be just as good. If you'll check out my Christmas list. I don't know this song at all. Santa baby, I want a yacht in Italy. That's not a lot. That's fucking lots. What a bitch. Been an angel all year. Santa baby, so hurry down the chimney tonight. The viewers are getting a special treat here. Oh, Santa honey. One little thing I really need the deed to a platinum mine. Santa, a platinum, what the fuck? Okay, so hurry down the chimney tonight. Oh, Santa cutie, fill my stocking. Okay, come on, like, we're not even trying anymore. Sign your ex on the line, Santa cutie, and hurry down the chimney tonight. 
Wow. Wow. Jim, my Christmas tree. Oh, there's more. Don't worry about the rest. That's fine. But a Tiffany's. No, no, you still got a full minute of this. You you brought this on. I really do believe in you. Let's see if you believe in me. Santa baby forgot to mention one little thing. Our ring. Spoil this most full cunt in the world. I mean on the phone. Santa baby. So hurry down the chimney tonight. Mm. Hurry down the chimney tonight. Hurry tonight. Wow. Wow. That was a treat for the viewers, I'm sure. Absolutely it was. The gay community appreciated that. Oh. Well, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. I sang Santa Baby while wildly unshowered. <laughs> Looks like you haven't showered in months, Chadley. It's been a while. It's been a day or two. Well, that's what happens when you get rolling around with animals all day. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Chadley's an animal wrangler as a career. <laughs> that's actually true, yeah. Yeah. He's going to be on one of those Conan O'Brien shows where he brings in the monkeys and stuff. <laughs> Dude, I would love to be on Conan O'Brien and bring in the monkeys. Yeah, it's a good gig. <laughs> good fucking gig. <laughs> so we've got a lot to talk about today after that fucking performance. Yeah, fucking Conan's going to be emailing me being like, hey, I need you to bring in some monkeys. I want I'll you tell to tell you what. That Santa Baby performance, Chadley, way better than I expected. Better? <laughs> way better than I expected. I thought you would have botched it. I was confused about why there's a song about a girl trying to fuck Santa Claus. Well, you know, it's like, uh, you know, it's like he's not actually Santa. He's just a rich dude that she's trying to bang, but she calls him Santa. Oh, you know? so it's like a, a Santa daddy. Yeah. Yeah. I like yeah, daddy. I like that. They're like sugar daddies, but like only for December. Santa daddy. Yeah. <laughs> They're sugar daddies. You only got to bang in December. Anyway, uh, what do we got on the table for today, Chadley? That's not a bad idea, actually. If I was a girl, I would find, like, a really rich dude who's, like, ugly as shit and then bang the fuck out of him, like, only in the month of December, get awesome, expensive gifts, and then dump his ass on Boxing Day. Yeah, I, I, think, I think you'd be surprised, Chadley, how often that actually does happen. But you know what's weird? Because, like, this has happened to me before. You ever be in a relationship and you don't want to break up with them like on the 15th of December because you know they already bought you a gift and you really want to get it? Oh, yeah. Well, I usually judge by what I think uh, the gift w w is. Then I'll sneak around their house and look for it. And if it's something shitty, see ya. Yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Uh, today... If it's another copy of Die Hard on Blu-ray. See ya. Already got six of those last year. <laughs> All from six different bitches. Ooh. Oh my god! Buck Leduke has uh, has seven kids, all with different women. No, I blast inside all the time. I'm pretty sure I'm I'm impotent. <laughs> either that, or it's many more than seven. <laughs> yeah, either way, either way, it's funny. I have no money. All right, so today we're going to talk about. I'm just putting. I took my headphones out, so I'm going to put them back in. We're going to talk about some goddamn movies, some really interesting shit. Wow. Okay. 
that's one way to describe it. We got uh, Kirk Cameron saving Christmas. That's on the that's on I the You made me watch this, <laughs> dude. I, I didn't. I couldn't believe the content. I thought that it would be about something. Hey, for there. sure, not a movie. Yeah, not a fucking movie. Um, then we're gonna talk about Bill Murray's Christmas special. That's absolutely a treat. And then we're gonna end off with a little a little holiday present for all of you. We're gonna talk about Rocky Seven. Yeah, you mean Creed? Rocky Seven. I can't oh, wait you, to talk. About you don't call him about his. You don't call him with his slave name. You don't call him by his slave name. Nope. Absolutely fucking not. So let's talk about. Let's talk Saving Christmas here. Yeah, absolutely. I just. Well, I don't even. I don't even know. I don't. I. Even know how I, ha- I hesitate to call it the worst movie ever made because it's not a movie. <laughs> yeah, it's it's up there though. Um, did this movie have tags or not? Uh, yeah, it did. Uh, why okay, don't you it, guess it? Because there's only one, and it couldn't be anything else. Is it? Is it putting the Christ back in Christmas? You got it, buddy. <laughs> yes, yes. I see. A, I drive by a fucking billboard every day that says "Putting the Christ back in Christmas." Oh man, you I live want, in the Bible Belt, hey? I want to fucking pull over and punch him. Whoever puts up that billboard, I want to punch that guy in the face. Blast, blast. Yeah, God bless the man. Bless okay, so. So uh, I've got some shocking figures for you. This okay. movie, this movie cost, and I, like I'm not even shitting you. This this is a shocking amount of money for what actually happens in this movie. This movie cost five hundred thousand wow, dollars. Okay. Half, half a million dollars was put into this. Okay, well let's narrow that down. Really, it's they either rented that nice house or it's Kirk Cameron or his brothers, which I don't think. It looked like they were just having a Christmas party at their house, and they decided to just film some But it's shit. a pretty nice house. I don't think either of them could afford it. That's the thing. I don't know. Kirk Cameron's not, got that Family Matters money. I guess. Yeah, it could be. So He's Sitting on a bunch of Family Matters so, money. So let's just say no location. No okay. money there. Um, 50% of this movie takes place in a car outside of the house. So no location there. Then there's about... Yeah, and it's maybe, like an SUV. So. Maybe three or four like video shots, but they 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 don't really move that much. It's just like a and then, yeah, they're all like caves. Yeah, <laughs> so I think the probably the the point that cost the most was the Saint Nick story that was to dubstep oh, yeah. and curb stomping. Now, I like <laughs> yeah. that, but we'll get to that. <laughs> okay, how so much? Why, you... why don't we just start it off? The beginnings. It's seventy nine no, no, minutes. No, no, no. How, 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 you gotta guess the. You gotta guess how much this movie made. Oh, I don't know. Like a. Uh, Fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. You'd be off. You'd be off by a shocking amount. This movie's box office was two point eight million dollars. Wow, Christians are rabid. <laughs> there, there's a lot of them. I always forget that that religion is a thing <laughs> because, <laughs> because none of my family is religious, and I hang out with strictly non-religious people. And then, like something like this pops up, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Forgot there's a lot of them. Yeah, absolutely. And 2.8 million. Like, do you remember God is Dead? Do you remember that? I remember God is Dead. God How's is Dead? Go? Like, fucking, it did fucking great, actually. As far Dude, as I 20, remember. 2014 was a big year for that. Like, Left Behind, a lot of Noah, a lot of Christian cinema. God is Dead. Uh, Noah was a little bit different, though, because they showed that, you know, he was, that Noah, as portrayed in the Bible, is actually like an alcoholic asshole. Well, I mean, that's neither here nor there. I'm just saying it was a big year for Christian cinema. 
Oh, wait, no, it's God is not dead, right? God is... I want to see... What about Heaven is for Real? Didn't that come out the same year? Uh, I think so. God's Not Dead made... God's Not Dead made $63 million. Jesus, okay. Heaven is for Real? I, I think that actually did come out the same year. Yeah, it sure did. 2014, and that one, they're not giving me... Oh, no, that's for the book. Let's see the movie. I yeah, bet that out. made a lot. That got a lot of advertising. Yeah, that one made a hundred million. Yeah. All right. Well. So, so obviously, there's money in there's money in religious pandering, and that's fine. Taylor, you want to make some money? Yeah, you want to make you want to make a fucking bullshit religious movie. Ooh, religious Aladdin. <laughs> yeah, religious Aladdin. Well, you know what? Actually, people would be pretty stoked because um, did you hear about like last week? All Republicans were, were given a poll, and they were like, "Should we bomb Agrabah?" And like sixty percent said yes, not wow. realizing that Agrabah's not a fucking real place. They just saw that it was Muslimy, and they were like, "Yeah, let's bomb it." It's a Muslimy name. Muslims. Yes, yes, fucking Muslims. Um, but yeah, you know what's crazy when you see like someone who's like you, you, is a known liberal, and they post on Facebook about like not wanting uh like fucking refugees to come into the country and yes. it's like long and it's like long and you're like uh <laughs> excuse me sometimes that happens and i'm like hey if you weren't part of my family i would take you the fuck off facebook <laughs> if i wasn't oh, related to you i would i would Don't never get. that makes it funnier <laughs> i would never speak to you if you weren't my family man <laughs> Fuck! I've, I've straight up removed a lot of people recently just because yeah. they're so, oh, me too. so racist. Everyone's so racist. Yeah, I took a. There was a guy. There's no, a guy don't, don't get into it. It doesn't matter. But we're talking about Saving Christmas, and this Holy movie. Holy shit! Is that it ever starts, Okay, it's it's seventy nine minutes, right? It barely fits. It barely fills that. Because <laughs> yeah. so, it, does, it doesn't. It doesn't. The, we'll talk about that later. At the beginning, there's there's like a full ten minute thing. Where Kirk Cameron's just staring into the camera <laughs> and talking about hot chocolate in Christ. Yeah, it's it's the weirdest shit. It's just him and his fucking it's him and his fucking fireplace, just pretty much outlining what the theme of the movie is gonna be before the movie starts. Oh, it's so pretentious, dude. <laughs> it's the douchiest thing I've ever fucking seen. Who thought that was a good idea? But and the same- hey man, it's not without its merits because after that, it goes into this cool little animation with a ska Silent Night remix. Yeah, that's not I bad. Know there was Christian ska bands. Looked it up. There's a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, dancing around. It was phenomenal. Fucking. Um, the, the, then after that, they go to like it's like a Christmas party, and they start painting this like this guy in this negative picture, like he's the Grinch. He's like, oh, he's just not that into Christmas this year. And he's just like looking around, scowling at her. Here's here's the problem with this movie, really, is that this guy then goes into the car and is like, "Yeah, this this stuff could have all we could we could have not spent this much money on Christmas and donated to charities." And then Kurt Cameron comes in and explains to him why he, he needs to spend you. that money. How dare <laughs> you even think of that? Yeah, and he shouldn't give it to charity. Why it all has to be like pumped into the capitalist system? Like, oh, it's it's, the, it's some of the most flimsy arguments too, because he he'll. He'll, like the one guy, the Grinch guy, who's Kirk Cameron's brother-in-law in real life, and um, actually directed the film as well, and directed the film, put himself in the movie. Uh, he he's talking about how things aren't like how it's like all capitalism and not Christiany, and so he explains like 
the manger scene. And then he explains how Christmas trees came about. And those are all the flimsiest arguments of all time. Oh, yeah, I but know. Like, like, it was like, he was stretching so hard when he was like, But well, he's like framing it up. He's like, well, Jesus was a carpenter. And trees represent wood. And you're like, huh. <laughs> and there's like one part where it's like, well, there was a tree in the story of Adam and Eve. Well, Jesus wasn't part of that fucking story. You know? Oh, yeah. And then, then he's like, and he was put up on a wood crucifix. So that's why we have Christmas trees. And it's like, hmm. <laughs> I'm going to say that's a bit of a stretch. Yeah. Then there's like a part where he's like, where he's like, what about Santa Claus? That's the dumbest shit. And they go into the St. Nick story. Oh, no, that's and some then he, stuff. He beats a man to death for not being Christian with a stick. And then yeah, they're like... He's caning oh. people. It's fucking yeah, unreal, he's, he's dude. Fucking, and that's the dumbest step. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you, you can say... You can say, dude. He says, like, he just he just beat him up, right? He says that in the thing. But just, like, looking from the footage, he's, like, got the cane up. And he's, like, fucking... Like, he killed the guy. For sure. For sure. <laughs> Or at least hospitalized him for weeks. And, like, the thing about this is it's, like, it sounds like a movie, the way we're describing it, but it's not. Because what happens is it starts out in a house for, like, five minutes. And then they move into the car. And 50% of the movie takes place in that car. And they're just talking. Like, like 75. Like, way more than 50%. Well, it's, it's, it's the majority. The, clim- the climax of the movie is that they get out of the car. I'm not fucking around. Yeah, and then um, and then it will just like go to like a VOD shot where he's talking over it, and it's just like a picture of a cave or something, or a picture of a Christmas tree for like five minutes, and he's just talking over it. Not yeah. movie. Not also, movie. also, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't claim to know a lot about the whole Jesus story hey, and how hey, he was. I've born. never even been into church before, Jesse. <laughs> I don't claim to know a lot about like how Jesus was born and the Jesus is born story, but I'm pretty sure that the manger he was in wasn't in the middle of a fucking cave. Well, I don't know sure. about that. I don't know about those details. I don't know about the small details, Chadley. All I know is this not movie. <laughs> it's, this is not a real movie. But then like, here's the problem is that they're talking about like how St. Nick beat the shit out of this guy for not believing in Jesus. Yeah. And then the oh. guy's like, the guy's like, Santa's the man. And he oh, goes, yes, Santa yeah, he Claus. is. And it's like, it's like, wait, 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 wait. So Santa Claus beats the shit out of man until dead. And we're like, and we're like, yeah, yeah. Beat the shit out of the non-believers. Love it. Well, I think uh, what's funny to me is like every youth pastor I've ever encountered has that unbridled uh, enthusiasm for Jesus that was really on display here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I've seen it. I've seen it a plenty. I grew up. I grew up in a Christian household. This. This was yeah, all that unbridled me. enthusiasm for Jesus and banging kids. Yeah. Hand in hand. Uh, speaking of which, we're doing spotlight next week. No, but um, Ooh, hell yeah. But um, like uh, my mom, when when I was a kid, my mom, she's my mom's sort of in between now she's like agnostic but when i was a kid she was an avid christian and she mm. taught she taught sunday school right she taught sunday school and she used to like subscribe to like these sunday school things where they'd send you like packages of stuff to teach oh, yeah, in sunday school yeah and they came with like it came with like dvds and like this was pretty reminiscent to those dvds she <laughs> yeah got, you know? pretty similar <laughs> quality and content quality and content like it's it's the same shit you could fucking you could fucking cut this into four parts and then show it in sunday school four weeks in a row you don't even have to fucking do anything but 
this movie's not okay. Maybe don't show it to people. No, absolutely. Don't show this to anybody. So, so I was, uh, I posted a review for this on Letterboxd and somebody was like, the, they had a, they had a morbid curiosity to watch it. I'm like, ah, don't do it. Yeah, no, <laughs> maybe don't it. do it. Not fucking worth it. So then after that's all resolved that he likes Christmas again, after being uh, described what Christmas is. Jesus oh Christ. my God. I couldn't believe this. Go inside, go inside the house. Uh, and after a couple montages, they have a Christmas rap battle. Yeah, that's where that's where I was done. That's where that's I almost turned it off and I fast forwarded through the last after that. There is twenty minutes of outtakes. <laughs> yeah, well, here's the thing: is that the movie seventy minutes? And like, here's what I think happened. Right, is that they made the movie. And they're like, oh, fuck, dude, it's 50 minutes. Let's just add in uh, a 10 and a half to like 15 minute dance segment where he's just dancing in slow-mo and jumping at Christmas and all that. And let's also add in a part where Kurt Cameron talks at, at the audience at his fireplace. Yeah, that's that's what I think happened is that they made this movie and then that's they're very like, clearly what happened. Then there's just like 20 minutes of outtakes. There's this one. <laughs> There's this one that I really like because it's baffled me for like seven days since I've seen this fucking thing. <laughs> but like there's one where uh, the, the director, I don't know what his name is, like Daniel or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's like, he's like, he looks over at Kirk Cameron in between scenes. He's like, how do you get to, how do you get uh, your mouth not to get, how do you get, not get caught in mouth in between uh, scenes? Which is a question nobody asks because that's not a thing that, that you ask about. Water, try water. How about, yeah. But uh, Kirk Cameron on the fly looks around trying to improv and he's like celery because there's a ball of celery right there and he's like oh okay <laughs> it's it's like what i imagine how people like not christians per se but like just people that just hang out with their friends uh that are that are lame just seem like just that seems like what lame people would do. Be like, oh, <laughs> celery, <laughs> we're funny. Yeah, it's it's they're all like all the outtakes are just them laughing at non jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, those are for sure our jokes. <laughs> yeah, there's no jokes. There's also no jokes in this movie. But here's here's what really perplexes me. Okay. Here's what really perplexes me. Like halfway through the movie, they cut to the scene where these two guys are talking and they're trying to be like oh, secretive. Yeah. And they're like putting it behind cups, and like the one guy starts saying like like how Jews are like the reason for like malaria or some shit like that, and I'm like, why is this in here? And then it has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. Yeah, you just found some mad racist stuff <laughs> in the coffee cup. Yeah, and he's wrapping it. I was like, what the? Fuck? <laughs> yeah, he's talking about Jews, like Jews ruined Christmas for everybody, and I'm like, Jesus, dude. You can't just you can't just do that. <laughs> oh my god! Fucking spectacular! It's a new Christmas classic. That's for <laughs> it's, sure. it's fucking spectacular. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. And like I, I usually like I had my brother over and we were watching this and like I felt bad, you know, like I felt really bad, like to a point where I asked him several times if we should just stop. Like I felt Did bad you, that it, he, he, he trucked through. Oh, he checked through. My girlfriend, on the other hand, she left. She was not having. <laughs> That's none a good of it. call. That's a she, good call. She was having fucking none of it. It's but. so ridiculous, dude. I was like to the point that I I can't even imagine that this would be made. Like it just, I I can't believe it's the most preposterous thing I've ever seen. It's, it's, it's someone looked at this script and like okayed it. Somebody greenlit this. Yeah, 
And you know what's the worst part about it? Is that this script was probably proofread and edited. So that means that there's a there's a draft of this somewhere that's worse. Well, that's not confirmed. <laughs> this might be a one-off, Chadley. Yeah, it might not have even been a proofread. Somebody would have been like, I, ah, Kirk if, Cameron knows about Jesus. This is just as bit. far as I know, Kirk Cameron and churches put the money to, up for this bitch. So I, I don't see like why there'd be any studio meddling. I, I, I don't know, dude. Churches giving them $500,000 seems like a lot for this. No, I, I bet I bet Cameron chipped up about half. I'd imagine Cameron had had a lot to do with the budget for sure. But churches, I don't think like, I don't think churches could cough up 250 million. No, but there's like, there's a specific sect that does the Christian films and they finance them. Oh, okay. Like heaven is for real. God is not dead. There's a specific specific group that uh, finances the Christian films. So, okay. All right. All right. That makes sense. That makes sense. But uh, if you learn anything, uh, if you want to have a good Merry Christmas, stay the fuck away from this. It's just, never watch this. This is a disaster. Like it's just it's and it's like it's almost too bad, you know? Like it's almost well, too it's, bad it's, see, this... I here's the problem. I feel like we're describing it funny, but that's just cuz our we're funny, not the movie. Don't, <laughs> yeah. don't get tricked. Don't get tricked by our comedy. Yeah, people, people are hearing this and like being like that sounds interesting. No, it's actually phenomenally boring. Like we could do we could just we could just continue talking about this for an hour and 20 minutes or at least that would be way game. better. Way better movie. The movie. Fucking way better movie. But this is just hey, like... You know, you know what's also 120 minutes? The last couple episodes of Movie Epidemic, go listen to those. They're way better. Yeah, absolutely. But here's the thing. is that like, If by some chance, if by some chance, and I'm saying this just as a safety net, if by some chance Kirk Cameron happens to stumble upon this podcast, I know what his response is going to be. I know you're listening, Kirk. His your response is going to be, "Oh well, these guys just didn't understand the Christian themes." And let me tell you something: we got it. You know, we understand. It's just you are fucking horrible. You're a fucking piece of shit, and you are a terrible filmmaker. Go make something worthwhile. Go make something that isn't the most fucking bullshit thing I've ever seen in my life. God damn. We get it, you piece of shit. Piece of Smoke. fucking garbage. Kirk, come on the show, defend yourself, you piece of garbage. <laughs> yeah, I would love for you to come on the show because I would love for you to come on the show. Then we'll do a second review of this. We'll actually watch it a second time, and the review will be no different. I guarantee <laughs> In it. fact, maybe... it will probably be a little more intense. Yeah, maybe maybe worse. Maybe worse. Because I feel like I feel like a second, a first viewing was painful. A second viewing might be like suicide. Suey, murder suey. <laughs> yeah, I might, murder not, suey. I might not fucking make it. I might not make it, dude. Might be a little murder suey, you know? Yeah. Who knows? It's hard to I'm say. Yeah, I'm almost there. I was well fucking kill myself. I don't top care. five. Top five. We got top five. <laughs> we got a top five. The top five is top five movies. With Santa Claus, because it's the goddamn holidays. Merry Christmas, you bunk fucks. Bless, bless, bless up. Bless, bless they the don't Lord. want us to have Christmas. Bless up. Bless up. What's your number five? My number five is a little movie. Uh, I believe it's uh, a foreign film. I, I'm trying to, I'm stalling here because I want to know which of those uh, Icelandic countries it's from. But uh, it's called Rare Exports. You familiar Rare. with Rare Exports? Rare Exports. No, I've never even heard of that. A Christmas tale? Yeah, yeah, it's from Finland. Yeah, from Finland. Really good. It's like a it's like a horror movie. 
Um, great stuff. And they capture Santa Claus? Yeah, they capture him. They're, they're reindeer herders. Um, this is goofy. Why is this a thing? Well, Santa's like killing kids and stuff. It's fantastic. Oh, okay. Fantastic I, film. I'm down. I'm down with that. My number five is a movie that you and I were talking about a little bit before the podcast. Sure. Uh, it's an absolute gem. If you ever want to see Santa, just go full hundo and just start murdering people. Oh, hey, maybe, yeah. Maybe check out Santa's sleigh. Santa's sleigh is a good one. Slay spelled S-L-A-Y. That's right. They went there. That's the I could think of to make a Christmas horror movie. It's perfect. It's perfect. And it's like, you know, like Robot Santa from Futurama? Imagine if that was real. I have a question, though. Yeah. In in the UK, do they call it Santa's sledge and he wields a sledgehammer? I hope so. I hope so. Because they don't call it Slay in the UK. They call it sledge. Santa's sledge. That would also be a really good pun. You know what? We should look into that because if it's not taken, we got to take it. Santa Sledge? Yeah, Santa Sledge. <laughs> we got to take it, dude, because that'll be a fucking hit. That'll be a banger. Yeah, that'd be all right. How do all these shitty movies keep getting financed and nobody's throwing money at you and me? Uh, I don't know. I really think that uh, if we can like contact Disney somehow... They I might think, hire us, yeah. I think... Uh, Black Aladdin starring Kanye might might have some <laughs> might have some legs, dude. And then and then after that, they have to just let us write all their jokes for the Avengers. Oh, I'd love to get in a writers' room with Josh Whedon. That'd be the most vulgar thing ever. <laughs> oh man, because he would just be coming up with jokes, and we would be like, "Don't don't do that joke." Yeah, we have to punch that up. We have to punch <laughs> that. You have to punch that up. You know, give me five minutes. We'll make a real joke out of this. That's it. That's almost a thing. That's almost a thing. Uh, so what's your number four? My number four. We've talked about uh, we've talked about Friday by Felicia before, but we have not talked Friday after next, which Friday. is the Christmas version. It's the fourth and final film in the Friday film. They made four of those. Sure is. So it's Friday. Next Friday. What's the third one called? Uh, Friday after Friday. Friday no, after Friday. No, no, sorry. There's only three. Oh, is there only three? Okay, cool. The the fourth one is the, never got made. That's what I was thinking of last. Oh, Friday. okay. Well, I mean, they're making they're making a, a new barbershop movie. I, I, we might not be far behind a new Friday movie. Oh, uh, you know, you might be right on that. So, yeah. okay. Uh, this is the third one anyway. Friday after next, and this one actually is a is a is a Christmas movie. Christmas in the Hood. Um, so, uh, basically if you're not familiar with this, it's uh, about a robber dressed up as Santa Claus and he breaks into Ice Cube's house and, uh, <laughs> you know, it just, it, it kind of goes downhill from there. God but, damn. Uh, that's that's amazing. That's a good one. A lot of the Friday films are great. Great stuff. Ice, Ice Cube is in all three of these films. And there was an, there was a, there, there was wrote a them too. Fu- fucking animated TV show. Oh yeah, there was an animated TV show. I forgot all about that. Fucking with Phil Lamar. Phil Lamar was Ice Cube. God fucking damn. My number four. Yeah, my first one's kind of a joke, but the rest of them are pretty good. My number four is called Elf. That's Will Ferrell. He's fucking around. Santa Claus. Oh, William Ferrell. Santa Claus is played by fucking Ed Asner, who I'm Oh, yeah, it is Ed Asner. 
how is fucking Ed Asner even still alive? That's what I want to know. Abe Vigoda's still alive, too, so anything can happen. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Abe is so old! Dude, he was like 70 in Godfather, and that was 30 <laughs> years ago. Ed Asner was born in 1929, and dude's Oh, man, he saw, he saw some shit, dude. <laughs> Yeah, dude, he was old enough to understand World War II, but Abe Vigoda was born in 21, dude. Dude's almost 100. Dude's tipping 100. Abe Vigoda, you're so old. How the fuck? He looks like... He's not worth any points, though, so I never take him. Is he Christopher Lloyd's father? (laughs) Like, he's so old. Love the man, love the man. God fucking! Uh, I believe there is a Abe Bagoda still alive dot com. <laughs> like, this is like yes. <laughs> Hold on, Abe Bagoda still alive dot com. Let's check it out. Up oh, there it is. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, I like to check that from time to time. <laughs> go check out Abe Bagoda is still alive dot com. Oh, Abe Bagoda still alive. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's just Abe dot com. Oh, okay. Hell yeah. And it just says, it just says, uh, there's a picture of him, and it says, Abe Vigoda is, and then underlined, it says, alive. <laughs> Reload page for updates. Oh, yeah. Uh, then there's, then it, it takes you to a, there's a link that you can click, and it takes you to a playlist, and it says, Abe Vigoda's pre-mortem remix. And it's just music that, be excited about the fact that Abe Vigoda is still alive. Anyway, my number three from Robert Zemeckis and Tom Hanks is the Polar Express. Oh, God bless. That's one I, uh, I actually took off my list because it was either that or fucking or Santa Slay. And I, I, I like really... I like when he when he types lean into that thing. Yeah, he's like lean. What the heck? What the heck is lean? Lean. It's that when you mix cough syrup and uh, 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 <laughs> fucking prescription drugs. <laughs> I'm really. I, I like that. I like that they had like a real dumb nerd in that movie. And I'm like, oh, he was a classic dumb nerd. <laughs> like how much they showcased what a dumb nerd he is. Codeine, codeine uh, cough syrup, and uh, Sprite is lean. Oh God bless! Might look into that tonight. That's what the riffraff does. Oh fucking a, dude! Riffraff's a bomb. He was selling lean cups when I went to see him. <laughs> is that like? I mean, I guess you can buy both over the counter. I guess it would be legal. Well, uh, I mean, if you want to get it in large quantities, it's it's less legal. <laughs> and you know he had to. You know he had to fucking. Well, when you're famous, like that, none of that matters. You can get anything if you know one doctor. Yeah, that's true. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. My number three. This movie barely has Santa Claus in it, but I put it on my list anyways because I actually really like it. My number three is uh, Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Uh, he also he also dresses up as a, as as the as Santa Claus, uh, similar to Rare Exports. Uh, dresses up as Santa Claus. Man, if Ice Cube was a who, <clears throat> if Ice Cube was a who, uh-huh. Grinch would be fucked. It'd be it'd be a different movie, and it might be better. Oh, dude! I actually might watch that. <laughs> not saying that I wouldn't watch uh, the Grinch, but I just have a little—I have trouble getting into anything that uh, is Ron Howard. Yeah, you don't uh, like—you're not a big Ron Howard guy. I just don't like the way he looks. I'm not saying the stuff he makes is bad. I just don't like hey, looking. At hey, him. man, he's—he's he's not a good-looking dude, but you know, he's still got the good—the good genes of his family, dude. Take a look at his fucking brother. It's the well, ugliest 
ugliest man in history. That is true. That is true. <laughs> like, it's shocking. He's the ugliest. He, Ron Howard did something really good recently, didn't he? He, he directed something, something interesting. Oh, he directed Rush. Oh, I liked Rush. I thought Rush was good. Yeah, Rush. He directed Rush. But then before that, he did fucking the Da Vinci Code movies. So fuck the guy. And Frost Nixon. Wait, wait. Is Ron Howard Illuminati? Yeah, dude, of course. <laughs> He's got to be, right? He also, did make... that, he also did that new movie with the, the fucking uh, with the whales. Oh, In the Heart of the Sea. Oh, no. With the Hemsworth and the whales. Oh, no. I've heard that's terrible. I have no, no interest in I have no interest Isn't in it like that. a Moby Dick? It's Moby Dick, right? I think it's Moby Dick. Yeah, it's about Moby Dick. I believe. Maybe I'm wrong. Is it? I believe it's about Moby Dick. Uh, yeah, I don't know if we'll get to that one. It, yeah, it, it, it is. It is about Moby Dick. But yeah, there's there's too many fucking movies, dude. Three and a half million movies in this world. I don't think I'll watch that one. We'll see. I'm not gonna waste um, time. My number two. Probably one of my favorite Billy Bob Thornton vehicles is Bad Santa. You know what? I've never seen this. I've never, never seen Bad Santa. Eh? I might I might watch it while I clean my apartment this afternoon because like I've heard it's a gem. Bad Santa is pretty fucking funny, dude. It's 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 a fun one. I've heard it's I've heard it's fucking hilarious. That's it's Bernie Mackerel too. What what are oh oh Bernie Mac's in it? God bless rest the man, rest the man. Rest uh, in peace, Bernie. <laughs> yeah. Died too soon, too soon, too soon. Died too soon. Died dead too soon. Um, Mister Three Thousand. No, that was somebody else. No, that was Bernie Mac. Oh yeah, no, that wasn't. I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking of Andre Three Thousand. My bad. Um, question for you: What are some of the best bits from Bad Santa? Sell me on this movie, and I might watch it today. Uh, there's a lot of midget humor. A lot of a lot of good midget humor. Oh, I you know what? You sold me. I'm in. I'm watching Bad Santa today. I'm, I'm doing it. I'm gonna watch Bad Santa. We'll talk about it next podcast. Because because uh, his his sidekicks are are midgets and they dress up as elves, right? So that's that's right there. It's it's hard to like expediate that with any it's great it's great i would love to see it i would love to see it my number two is actually a movie i I love but i don't think i've ever once spoken about it on this podcast which is which is surprising because i talk about all the movies i really like my number two is called arthur christmas oh yeah yeah it stars never yeah it stars hugh laurie um some other famous people uh, it's it's an animated movie about you know what I might watch this Jim Broadbent's in it uh, uh, James McAvoy of X Men fame is in it no it's gonna watch what the fuck is wrong with you uh, I watch them both dude I got fucking a million years okay. uh, it's it's absolutely adorable Bill Nye plays Grand Santa what, does that have something to do with like what is it is it a standalone thing or is it like a Arthur Christmas yeah it's a standalone movie. There's nothing to do with anything else. Um, the concept is is that... Um, Does that have anything to do with Arthur and the Invisibles? No, 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 no. Doesn't have, well, that's why it bombed, because it came out like two years after that, and I just assumed it was a sequel. No, no, it's not. This is a, Doesn't this have is anything a... to do with Arthur the Anvark? Arthur the Anvark? Um, no, no. Do you, do you ever see the episode of Arthur the Aardvark that had Matt Damon? <laughs> Yeah, that's my favorite one. It's so good because they didn't know whether or not to make him a human or make him an aardvark, so they just made him a terrifying hybrid. But uh, Arthur Christmas, basically the idea is he's um, he's the son of Santa Claus. Arthur is the son of Santa Claus, and Santa has to take off his hat and pass on his legacy to his son, as his father did for him, and crown a new Santa Claus. It's fun. Fucking Jim Broadbent's old as shit. 
Bill Nye's crazy as fuck, and James McAvoy destroys. And Hugh Laurie's pretty good too. Right. Probably still won't watch it. I don't really watch animated movies. So. It's it's a banger. I, I if you're if you're into Christmas movies, I definitely recommend Arthur Christmas. It's so much. Fun. My number one little movie, uh, probably the best movie ever made. Um, ever made. Jesus Christ. Okay. 1964, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Santa Claus does what now? Santa Claus conquer, Conquers the Martians. You're making this up, right? Nope. Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Santa's cool holiday film festival featuring Santa Claus Conquers the Martian in space blazing color. Is a real yep. thing. Start an eight-year-old PZ Adora. Holy shit! Eight-year-old PZ Adora. It uh, became famous after uh, Mystery Science Theater three thousand did an episode on it. Damn this this looks insane. It's really why, good, dude. Why are you throwing all this stuff at me? I want to watch all of it. <laughs> Santa Claus Congress the Martian. It's uh, you know, regularly featured in the bottom one hundred of Internet Movie Database. But <laughs> well, I think that's. I think that's a bit of a stretch because if you've seen more than 100 movies, you know that this is at least at the top of those. Yeah, it's at least 101. Worst one, I'm looking at a thing that says worst 30 movies I've ever seen, and number one on there is Talladega Nights, and it's like... Ooh, haven't seen many movies, hey? <laughs> yeah, not, not a great movie, but you've definitely that, not seen... That's an indication movies. that you've seen 50 movies. Yeah. And they're, they're all like generic stuff that you would see. Oh, there's Catwoman, Nicolas Cage's The Wicker Man... Uh, no, oh, Wickerman's fucking awesome. That's like yeah, paranormal activity. <laughs> the first, the first paranormal activities on here. This guy doesn't. Oh, I actually like that. That's the only one I like. So that that guy's fucked up. Like, but, I couldn't but, trust that movie. That but, guy for movie recommendation. But Alice in Wonderland is on here. So God bless the man. He knows that that's one of the worst things ever. Yeah, fuck Tim Burton. Fuck Tim Burton forever. Fuck Tim Burton. My number one. Uh, this is a sequential movie. With Santa Claus. This movie's just called... Sequential. What is that word? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm trying to use words I don't know. Um, I don't remember what the actual word is, but you get what I'm going for. Um, quintessential. Yeah. Quintis, quintessential. Quintessential. Yeah, sure. Uh, this is the quintessential Santa Claus movie. It is just called The Santa Claus. I love this movie. Uh, I rewatched it again this week. Uh, Tim Allen basically murders santa claus and by doing so he has to become santa claus oh it's, yeah yeah that's a good plot makes yeah, a lot of sense yeah it's fucking it's insane it's insane because the whole movie he's like i'm not santa claus but then like he grows like a big bushy beard in five seconds and he gets really fat and he's and everyone and like and judge reinhold's in it judge mm-hmm. reinhold's in it just fucking spitting mad psychiatry truth i like part three starring uh martin short how fucking dare you, dude? <laughs> Here's the thing: is that the Santa Claus is a bad, or the Santa Claus is a good movie, but it has the worst line of sequels in history. Because like they change the entire, they change the entire fucking concept for the second and third film. Like they just they make up so many fucking rules in the second and third one. They're like, oh yeah, no, these are always the rules. God, you gotta have a sign. You gotta have a Mrs. Claus. It's yeah. Like God, uh, no. <laughs> no, no, I feel like I remember the part where he read the fine print in the first movie and nowhere did it say that. <laughs> yeah, fucking fucks. And then the third one's all about like Jack Frost trying to be Santa Claus and they had Martin Short in on it. And I was like, 
you're not thinking when you made the choices for this movie. Are they making a fourth one? Probably. Fucking, I bet you Tim Allen signed on for it, dude. Let's take a look at Tim Allen's repertoire. Because he's he's making all sorts of decisions. He did that uh, Last Man Standing. Santa Claus, uh, it was filmed in Calgary, by the way. Was it really? A little, little Calgary and Vancouver, a little tidbit for you. Media, a little Canadian movie. Uh, nope, he's just got Toy Story 4 on the way. That's it. Uh, another movie I don't think fucking needs to happen, but I guess they're, it's gonna. So, do what you gotta do there, Disney, to make that money, I guess. Get that, get that squeal. Fucking hogs. Real fun. Fucking trash Toy Story 4. Give me another Santa Claus movie. I don't give a shit. Fuck, who gives a shit? Are so, they making, are they are making Toy Story 4. Yeah, of course they're making Toy Story 4, dude. It's the most marketable concept money. in human money, history. Money. Fuck. Um, yeah, so that's that. There it is. Our top fives in the spirit of Christmas. Still, though, let's talk some more Christmas shit. Okay. okay. Our good friend, good friend of the show, decided to make a Christmas special for Netflix, Bill Murray. Critically cool. panned, critically planned, and they've never been so wrong. Is this critically panned? No one likes this movie, and I don't. Are you understand. fucking serious? I adored it. I fucking adored it. It was so good. Uh, a very what is it? A very Murray Christmas. That's what. It's, also, perfect title. Perfect title. Sure. Yeah. Very Murray Christmas. Ah, seventy-seven percent. That's not too bad. That's not too bad. It's not great, but not as good as it should be. Well, I mean, I'll I'll tell you later. But it's it's critically panned. Oh, that's too bad because it's so much fun. And like that's like the key word here is that it's just 50 minutes of fun. That being said, I do have problems with this movie. Sure. It's great. It's great. It really is. But here's my problem is that like the movie is mostly family friendly and then they just throw the word fuck in twice. And it's like it's at a point where they don't even need to use the word fuck. It's it just like they just put the word fucking onto the beginning of a word, and it's like, okay, but, but why? Like, you're going to be fucking late. Oh, I'm sorry, was you're going to be late not telling enough for you? Or uh, there's no fucking way I'm getting on that stage. Oh, you couldn't just say there's no way I'm getting on that stage? You know, make this make this a fun, fun thing for the full family. But no, just because you said fuck twice, it's now an R-rated joint, and now families aren't going to show us to their kids. Well, you still can. It's the 2015, man. What does fuck even mean anymore? Yeah, I guess. I guess. One thing I did like about this movie... I'm sure to my grandparents. I don't care. I don't give a shit. One thing I did like about this movie, uh, Michael Sarah is the shizzy. Is the oh, shizzy Michael Sarah was so good in this. <laughs> He's so good. It's the shizzy talent agent. Basically, what it is is uh, Bill Murray is supposed to be putting on a Christmas show where all he does is sing Christmas songs to George Clooney and all that. And... Uh, but then it snows. It's there's a snowstorm and he can't really do it. There's no audience. Um, Chris Rock shows up. Chris Rock shows up for I don't know why, but he does. Uh, but it's funny. The only person that played himself besides Bill a Murray, few of them. George Clooney, I guess, and George Clooney and Miley Cyrus. Yeah, it doesn't, that doesn't count though. That's not a. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about this movie though, is that if you called me up and said, "Hey man, I, like I know exactly what you're looking for this Christmas," and I'm like, "What's that?" and he's like, "Christmas duet with Bill Murray, Miley Cyrus, and George Clooney." There's no way I'd be like, "Oh yeah, that's what I need." <laughs> I wouldn't have signed on. But fuck, dude, that's what I need. It's so good because eventually it just turns into Bill Murray singing songs with celebrities. You know, it just becomes that. 
uh, as you go further into the movie. Jason Schwartzman's in it. Oh, Schwartzman's uh, there. He's not. He doesn't have his giant prosthetic dong out. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no dong, no dong. But they already said fuck twice. Made it R-rated, so they might as well have just pulled out. The might, as well, might as well. Might as well bring out the penis. <laughs> bring out Let's the penis. The <laughs> but uh, yeah, and he, um, Maya Rudolph was in it as well. Um, really, an all-star she cast. Got a pair of pipes on her. Oh yeah, she's fucking great. I actually, um, I think she's a great singer, and I was surprised by how much I enjoyed her in this movie. But so you're, you're you're historically not a fan. No, no, I don't really like Maya Rudolph. I think she's the poor man's Rashida Jones, who's just the fucking poor man's uh, Jenna Fisher, who's just the fucking poor man's version of Jennifer Aniston. Like it's just also also all in that all in this film. Yeah, uh, is Jen- is fucking Jennifer Aniston in this? Uh, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> oh yeah, she is. She's in when when they're showing the uh, the clip at the beginning of oh yeah yeah cut, cut to the Golden Globes. Now here's one thing I did love is that the movie starred Bill Murray and you know who else it starred? Paul Paul Schaefer. Paul fucking Schaefer. God oh, bless the man. So old. He's so old and so he's, Canadian. I love the man. So old, so so fuck. That man needed to be in the limelight. Somebody needed to show that man because we've we've heard what he does many a times, but we never actually. Yeah, we're we're looking at his face now. You know, fucking Paul Schaefer is amazing, and he's so good in this. Um, who else was even fucking in this? Because like I, we said, like maybe Polar. Yeah, plays his um, fucking manager. Manager and. You know, like that was pretty good. Rashida Jones was in it. Um, uh, Jenny Lewis, Jesus yeah. Christ, dude, that's it. a that's a fucking human being that can sing. She was in a movie called Pleasantville. I don't know if you're familiar with that one. It's Tobey Maguire, Jenny Lewis. Yeah, I'm familiar. I've just not seen that. Uh, it's fucking. It's phenomenal. She's also in uh, looking at her thing right now. I guess she's in Hangover Two. I knew about Pleasantville, but Hangover Two, I'm not. I don't know who she was, but. Um, God damn, can she sing? God damn. And, like, the thing is, is, like, uh, an entire Christmas special where it's just Bill Murray singing, you're, like, thinking to yourself, like, can Bill Murray sing? Like, that just seems weird. And then you watch the movie, and it's like, yeah. Yeah, not really. I mean, <laughs> but sort of. He's all right. He's all right. He's not bad. What I liked is that He doesn't push it to the limits too often, so that's good. What I like so much about this movie is that, obviously, fucking Bill Murray just went to Netflix and was like, Hey, you guys! I want to do this thing. I'm doing it. You behind you? You hit you in, and they're like, oh, "Can't really argue with that." You're just gonna do it anyways. Yeah, we're in. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm bringing Sophia Coppola to direct it. So, yeah, Jesus Christ! How the fuck? How, like, how does that even happen? You know, it's like a spiritual s- successor to uh, Lost in Translation. <laughs> it's a sequel. It's a spiritual sequel. Spiritual sequel. Uh, but yeah, no, this is it. Really, is fantastic. If you're looking for a deep movie with a really intense plot, it's really not that. It is just kind of. Why would you expect that from a Christmas special? That's what I don't understand. Well, people don't know what Christmas. It's it's been a while since like a Christmas special like this came out. Like that, this was more a thing of the '90s and the '80s. So I think a lot of people would go and think it's like a Christmas movie. There was like, there's like the uh, the Colbert Christmas special. Uh, that, That was like a sketch thing. That was like. That was him doing like sketches Elvis, all over the place. What about the Elvis Costello one? That one came out like five years ago. Was it that? Was it that recent? I don't I feel know. Like it was longer. 
But like, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, so it was, is, it was within the like, last ten years. This is more reminiscent to things like like fucking Pee Wee Herman's Christmas special. Sure, yeah. Like, like that, obviously, a bit more adult oriented. Uh, like even the Star Wars holiday special. Like this is almost kind of what. Ooh, the Star Wars was, holiday special. Why, that, we talking, that was, why didn't we talk about that on this episode? Fuck you. Well, fuck, dude. We still talk about it, dude. We'll talk about that right after Bill Murray's Christmas special. Okay, fine. Double, double fucking Christmas special. I Because I watched fucking Star Wars Christmas special. I watched year. it, I didn't, too. I didn't, didn't finish it. First, Did you finish it? Yeah, first time I ever watched all of it. I watched it all the way through. I, I watched the Star Wars Christmas special all the way through once in my life, and then me and the guy I was watching with got mysteriously violently ill for like three days. <laughs> that, that's, the, that's the George Lucas curse, dude. <laughs> cursed it he cursed every copy you know like at the end of the star wars christmas special when they're showing when they're showing like the original trailers for empire strikes back now i'm a big star wars fan and like normally that would be like oh this is so cool look at all the nostalgia but like i was just so drained of energy at that point that i just didn't give a shit you know where that uh, that one remaining bootleg copy of star wars christmas special comes from where's that some broadcast in canada somebody taped it because it's oh, on God. CTV. It's on. That's a CTV copy of it. God bless. Fuck. At the very beginning, it shows the CTV logo, and it's like uh, the Incredible Hulk will be preempted tonight for the Star Wars Christmas special. <laughs> Star Wars fucking holiday special. Let's just you know what? Let's just say Bill Murray's Christmas special. That's why George fun, Lucas hates Canada, by the way. It's a fun hour of just Bill Murray singing Christmas songs. Yeah. If you want to see that, and then fucking George Clooney is there, and Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus, fuck, dude, she killed it. And like, yeah, she's fucking good, dude. I've never, she, I've, I've never said she wasn't good at singing, man. I've never said no, that. No, she fucking murders it. And then like the last scene where it's just him and Paul Schaefer. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. So beautiful good. Paul Schaefer looks like a turtle. Man. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if he's real. I don't even know if he's real. He might like, be. He might be. A, he might be like a, a turtle puppet with little turtles yeah, inside. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Fucking puppet. But um, um, let's talk about Star Wars Holiday Special. Why is Paul Schaefer laid out on the ground, lifeless, and like a rag doll? The turtles, <laughs> the turtles are out getting some some lettuce. They're eating some lettuce. Here's the, here's the question that I have: Why the fuck wasn't Paul Paul Schaefer in the goddamn Star Wars Holiday Special? Oh yeah, good call. I don't know. So here's the thing: is that like y'all? One thing you have to understand is that when Star Wars Holiday Special came out, there was just the first Star Wars movie, nothing else, no <laughs> Empire, no Return of the Jedi, really, no legacy to destroy. Didn't it come out after the second one? No, no, it came out before Empire Strikes Back. This is the first official sequel to Star Wars. Okay, I'm not sure if you're correct on that. It, I'm I'm positive of it. I'm positive. It came out the same year as the A New Hope. It came out before Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Um, I believe you. So basically what happens is it takes place after the events uh, of uh, – takes place between the events of New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. And they they, didn't, they never say Christmas or Hanukkah or any real holiday. It's all – it's yeah, it's Life Day. They say Life Day. Like that's the fucking Star Wars version of Christmas. Well, it is, Chadley. So goddamn, so goddamn Chewbacca's got to get back to his family for life day. Okay, fine. That's fine. That's fine. But, like, here's the thing. Is it, like, you and I speculated this many, many times before, but, like, the entire movie is just, like, the Wookiees, like, Chewbacca's family just, like, running around uh-huh. and just, like, shouting at each other. And it's, like, I, I, we almost wonder if somewhere lost in translation there was at one point subtitles, but they're just lost completely lost because uh, I've, I've further confirmed that 
there, there has been never subtitles. There's never been subtitles. Okay, so it so somebody actually just directed Wookiees screaming at each other. And Trust said, me, I've I've done the research on this bitch. <laughs> so there's no subtitles in this fucking movie. It's just Wookiees screaming at each other, and like that sounds hilarious, right? Sure, but it's it's, it's not that hilarious. Yeah, it's not hilarious when it's ninety minutes. You know, like it's it's really long. Maybe maybe a little less. Would you say fifty minutes? I'd say there's fifty minutes of Wookiee action, and the rest is <laughs> other stuff. Yeah, the rest is all other stuff. But like, it it, it comes to a point where like it, they just start doing weird things, and there's like a part where they give the grandpa like pornography. They and give he him just porn. Watching. Yeah, they give him fucking porn, and he just watches it in the living room with his fucking grandkids and shit. And like, they're just fucking like. There's a part where they're watching um, what's the name of that band? Starship Trooper or whatever. Yeah, no, 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 fucking Jefferson Starship. Yeah, Jefferson Starship. Full, there's a full music video in this fucking movie. <laughs> And then, like, like it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. The but best the, is the trippy animation, though. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. It's fucking. It's fucking insane. And you might as well just watch the music video. But there's a part in this that that is the part that makes me violently ill. It makes yeah. me violently ill and kind of upset. Where they're they're in the fucking uh, the canteen and the canteen uh-huh, song yeah. is playing, and then B. Arthur oh, sings hey, a song. Dun, 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 dun. No, no, it's ruined. It's ruined. You're ruined, supposed, all right? supposed to join in. It was supposed to be a thing. You ruined the moment. You ruined it. But B. Arthur sings for I swear to Christ what feels like 15 <laughs> minutes. It's, so they can't sing this song. Yeah, like it's, it's a really long scene, and it's just her singing in the cantina, and it makes me want to kill myself. And that's like the part where you start contemplating suicide and thinking, like, maybe it's a better option. See, for me, it happens a little sooner, and that's when uh, – when Lumpy is watching the instructional video on how to build his <laughs> robot or whatever. Yeah, and it's like three minutes. Just an instructional video. <laughs> it's, it's three minutes, and it's actually just an instruction video yeah. on how to make something that doesn't even exist. Uh-huh. Oh, fuck. I, I will say I did skip through uh, the, the, the couple ballerina scenes. <laughs> yeah, because that's, that's, it's not even related. It's unwatchable, too. So and then, like... <laughs> Dark Vader, like I barely recall, dude, because I'm just I'm trying to just forget all about it. But Dark Vader sends stormtroopers to Chewbacca's house. Oh, yeah. or something. I don't know. Chewbacca's nice ass house. Yeah, why the fuck? Why the fuck does Chewbacca live there? How did? How can he afford that? I didn't realize Wookiees even had a standard of living. I thought they all lived in like huts and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they like have houses and shit. Like oh, that, they're, that... They're, they got fully formed brains, apparently. Yeah, absolutely, because they had, like, a dishwasher and everything, man. They were going – they had fucking top-of-the-line shit. I'll be honest. Until I saw this, I thought Wookiees were just uh, dog creatures. Yeah, me too. I thought they were, I thought it was just like a, like a, like a pet yeah. that you could own. And they could no, they're, they're fully formed, Chandler. They're, they're fully cognate. I thought, I, thought, I thought Tobacco was, um, was, was like, a special breed. No. No, dude, they're all the same. But here's the thing: is that like George Lucas oh, denies Chewbacca, to- Tobacco and Bong Solo. Yeah, Tobacco, fucking Bong Solo. But um, <laughs> George Lucas claims this never happens, but I've seen it. <laughs> hey, George, <laughs> seen it though. <laughs> explain, explain it <laughs> to somebody who's actually watched the whole thing. You fucking hack! And like. He could, you could come out and say, like, oh, maybe it was unlicensed or some shit. But nah, because every actor was there. Fucking, uh, fucking Harrison Ford was there. It's Goddamn. also canon. 
Mark Hamill. Yeah, it's can. Oh, it's canon. All right. Fucking I, Disney should re-release this because, like, I feel like I feel like at this point there's enough comedy in the fact that it's terrible that Disney could get away with releasing this on DVD. You could probably edit it up a bit too. Throw some subtitles on that bitch. Yeah, <laughs> throw some subtitles. You know, and even like maybe, maybe cut that three minute scene of Lumpy uh, talking to the infomercial. <laughs> yeah, and you know, maybe maybe like maybe just throw it onto like a special special features of Empire Strikes Back Blu-ray or something. I don't give a shit. They release those on Blu-ray twice a year. Who gives a shit? Just throw it on one of the special features. Yeah. They re-release those again on Blu-ray. Just so you know, this past week. Did they? What, were they like the? specialized versions still yeah they're, they're special versions with like a, a character that correlates to that film like the first one's got darth maul's face on it second one's yoda third is oh Grievous. that's kind of cool actually yeah they're not bad i kind of want them and then the third one's vader uh-huh. fifth one is stormtrooper and then the sixth one is sidious it's pretty i good. just i have the 08 special edition ones and man, they don't they don't look good like dvds don't look good to me anymore yeah i i, I think i got the ones that were the blu-rays that were released in 2013 Okay, I, I, just, I don't, I don't why, know. Why the fuck is this a yearly thing? Like a, like a bi-yearly thing? Like, well, it makes sense this year because the other one came out. But like, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. That makes sense. That makes sense to me. But uh, if you ever learned anything from this podcast, it's um, for sure check out Holiday Special. It's all on fucking YouTube too. You can watch the whole thing. Yeah, it's all, it's all on fucking YouTube. Somebody on my well, Facebook posted a link to it, and they, and they. Uh, subtitle that leaked Star Wars Force Awakens uh, screener. Savage. Check this out before it gets taken That's completely down. savage. That's <laughs> yeah, the most savage shit in the world. Just so you know, Colby, uh, it's actually not 50 minutes. I'm looking at it right now. It's a, it's 100 minutes. What? No, I'm talking about Wookiee time. Oh, Wookiee time was 50 minutes? Okay, well, it's a, it's a 100 minute movie. It's 100 minutes. This okay, is one of the so most half, movies I've okay. watched. I, I, I'll up it then. I think there might be 70 minutes of Wookiee time. <laughs> Oh my god! It's one of the. It, it might. You know what? I. You know what? Even after seeing Saving Christmas, it might still be the worst movie I've ever seen. But like, Ooh, I, I. I would. I would. Shit's fucking. I would rather. Worse. I would rather watch it though. I would rather watch it. Yeah, me too. Me too. Well, because Star Wars has like shit that I like in it. You know, it's like Star Wars shit. Mm-hmm. Bong Solo. Like, yeah, Bong Solo's in it. Fucking. I don't know. I uh, have Carrie Fisher's all coked up and stuff. Like it's it's coked it's, it's all gills, dude. It's all the stuff I like. I guess like fucking nobody remembers being in that though. Like Harrison Ford in an interview recently was like, "I don't what what Star Wars holiday special what like what well, are you talking was, about?" Those were during his drinking days though. Yeah, absolutely. George Harrison Harrison Ford he he had some some heavy drinking days. That's for sure. I I did watch all the commentaries recently for all six movies and i got some really good net nuggets that we'll have to discuss at some point but oh absolutely save, save it for the star wars sode okay save it for the star wars sode um yeah i don't know it's just it's fucking sucks it fucking sucks now we got a little christmas present for you and our christmas present to you is that we're gonna review rocky seven Merry the Christmas. main event of the evening. Merry fucking Christmas, you bunch of bunk punk fucking hobos. We really needed to talk about this movie, though. Yeah, absolutely. I, I saw this in theaters last week, and holy fuck, boys. So underrated. No one's talking about it. it uh, we're going to do tags? We're going to do tags and stuff? Yeah, we'll do some tags. Do some tags. Give me, give me some tags. It's not about how hard you hit. 
It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving on. Not that. Not that one. No matter how old you are, come out swinging. Maybe that one. Your legacy is more than a name. Oh, it's number three. Your legacy is more than a name. Sure is. Yeah, fucking, there's no doubt in my mind. What are the other ones? Uh, it's not about how hard you hit is Rocky Balboa. Uh, and then uh, no matter how old you are, come out swinging, that's Grudge Match. Grudge Match with Sylvester Stallone and fucking Robert De Niro. Good flip, dumb, actually. Dumb is, is it good? I'm, it seems I liked stupid. It. I kind of liked it. I kind of liked it, dude. God damn! Might have to check that out because it's, it's a it's a comedy. It's not it's not the most serious. It's not it's yeah. not for it's not a for serious boxing movie. Yeah, absolutely. Fair enough. Fair enough. Let's talk about Creed. So basically, what happens in Creed is that you find out that um, Apollo Creed had an illegitimate child named Adonis Creed. That's a slave let's, name. Let's just say. Let, let me just say this. Michael B. Jordan sure is lucky he filmed this before Fantastic Four. Oh, I know his career would have been over. His career if, would have been over. He might be. He might still go now. He's fine now. I think. I think. I think he's probably fine, but his career would have been over. But like, Jesus Christ, that's that's a kid who can act. That's that's a kid who's coming up. He's gonna be like the next like fucking Oscar Isaac. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um. So basically, Adonis Creed then. Decides to become a boxer, uh, despite his stepmama's. Uh, what I'm looking for. She's just she was just saying not to. Her 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 arguments. What? Um, what are you talking about? His his stepmama was saying that he shouldn't be a boxer, and he becomes okay. a boxer anyway. Yeah, now I'm falling. So he moves to he moves from L.A. to Philadelphia, where he gets trained by, you guessed it. Rocky fucking Balboa, old as shit, melting like an ice cream cone. Yeah, he's looking weird, dude. <laughs> he's looking weird, but he also did a lot of drugs, so like I understand. <laughs> I get it, you know. Sure. But oh uh, yeah, he's looking old as shit. But um, it's weird. It's really weird how much emotion this movie actually brings to the Rocky franchise. And while I feel, of course, Rocky one and two and even three had some emotion in it as well, this is this is like a new level. I oh, wouldn't yeah. say I wouldn't say it's better than those movies, but it's a new level of emotion that we had. I think it's my second favorite, though. Maybe I'd say I'd say it's up there. I really like Rocky One, and I really like Rocky Two. Yeah, I don't but, like Rocky Two as much, actually. So, so maybe maybe this one might be better. Creed is amazing. Creed is incredible. It's so good. And I'd, like I, I, I figured it would be okay, but like it was way better than I ever expected it to be. Before before we go forward, I'm gonna give you some sad figures. Okay, you ready? Uh, you know how, this movie may cost. 35 million. Okay. Didn't really have a marketing plan. Nobody knew it was fucking coming out. Nobody knew it was a, even a Rocky movie, as far no. as I can tell. No, I didn't know it was a Rocky movie until you told me. I don't me. know, 15 million? 97. Okay, it did okay. It did all right, but still still way too low. This should have been this should have been a hit. This yeah. should have had people talking at the fucking water coolers like Jesus Christ, you got to go see that Rocky movie. It uh, yeah, because I don't. I've never seen a Rocky movie in theater, but like I, I imagine this is what it must have felt like to see the original in the yeah, theater. Because nobody fucking knew about it, right? Yeah. Rocky, I, I'm I'm taking out Rocky Balboa because that one was shitty, but that one made 155. Yeah, Rocky, Rocky Balboa is good. You've just never seen it. I've seen Rocky Balboa it was fucking years ago, but. <laughs> 
I don't remember much about it, but I remember being shitty. Maybe I'm thinking about Rocky Five. It's Rocky you're Five. Think, you're thinking of Rocky Five. I think I might be thinking about Rocky Five. That one also. That one also made more than Creed. It hmm. just it baffles me. Like the marketing people, like why did you not advertise this movie? Like, I, like I understand that they're releasing it in December and they're thinking to themselves, like, no matter what, this movie's not going to make money. It's up against Star Wars. But it came out two weeks before. Give something that people want to see two weeks before Star Wars and they'll go fucking see it. Yeah. We're not all just sitting there with our thumbs up our asses waiting for Disney to drop something, you know? Like, <laughs> market this because people, people, because people were sitting there waiting for Star Wars, but this would have tided them over if they knew it was there. Yeah, because you know? I've talked to like a lot of people about this movie because I, I really want people to see it, but no one knew about this movie, dude. No, I, I told everybody I knew about this movie, and they're like, I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't even know Rocky Seven was out, dude. Nobody yeah. fucking told me. Well, anyway, let's talk about the movie, actually, a bit. Um, there There is some stuff I like about it. Like, I really, really love it. Uh, the fucking contrived love story didn't i like i didn't care those were the times i went to take a piss like because i didn't care um the 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 director ryan coogler who's really good um rumored to be directing the black panther movie which i'm back i'm completely back on board now that that's you might be on board with marvel but uh he also did the fruitvale station with jordan b gordon or whatever jordan michael b michael b jordan michael b jordan uh and that movie was also really good Jesus Christ, um, <laughs> and uh, there's there's a couple really like amazing shots in this, specifically like the 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 continuous boxing match. It's the best oh, choreographed. Oh it's the best choreographed boxing match I've ever seen in film. Yeah, like for a movie for like boxing, it's like it's like such a generic film genre. We've seen boxing movie after boxing movie. Well, we, after we, boxing saw, we saw Southpaw and we loved it, but this I think is like three times better than that movie. Oh, fucking easily, dude! It's way better. It is way more inspired. It's a lot less contrived. Uh, it's fun. It, like it's it's fun as fuck to watch too, right? Because like, if you've seen the old Rocky movies, that's the one thing I would say about this movie is that I've heard I've heard people who've seen this movie say otherwise, but I don't think it stands on its own. I really don't. I think really to get the full experience, you have to have seen the other movies, at least the first three. Well, yeah, because they reference it almost constantly. Um, yeah. I heard people, people like, oh, you could see died. this. You know, like, you could have seen this without seeing the first few Rocky movies. And it's like, yeah, you know what? You probably wouldn't have liked it, though. Might be yeah. really confused. <laughs> it, uh, it doesn't – it's a soft reboot is what it is. So it's it's not – you don't you don't have to per se, but I think you benefit from it. Yeah, absolutely. It enhances the experience to have seen the other movies for sure. Okay, because, like, I think <laughs> – Something from every movie is in this movie. Like his uh, when the coach dies, uh, and then when Apollo dies, uh, when Adrian dies, and um, when he like when he trains his son in the last. And it's not just it's not even just throwbacks too. Like it's actual fucking plot points. Yeah, it's not just throwbacks. Like that scene where he goes and drinks at Adrian's grave. If you hadn't seen the first Rocky movies, you'd be fucking lost. You would have no idea what no, the hell I think, yeah, I think you'd get it. <laughs> I, but, like, you wouldn't understand the significance of it. 
Sure, I and guess. And you wouldn't understand the significance of him naming his restaurant Adrian's. Like, there's just so much stuff that you might you might think you get, but you don't fully grasp. Okay, well, let's not talk to those people that that have not seen all the Rockies. And what if you're a Rocky fan? How about uh, how about some of these training montages? How how badass were those? Oh, they were so good. And like, what I liked about them so much is that like we've seen training montages before. Because like I said, we've seen boxing movie after boxing movie. But like, they found a way to make it interesting every time. And there was a ton of them. There was a ton mm-hmm. of them. They made it. They made it so that he was. He was reaching a goal every time there was a uh, training montage. Like that, that one, uh, I think it was the last one where like all those like fucking dirt bikes and shit was around him. And it had like the, it had like the gonna fly now remix. Yeah. It was, dude, I was so fucking hypo in that fucking theater. I was like <laughs> standing up and shit. I'm like, <gasps> I was, I was, I was rock hard during that scene. <laughs> I was erect. Um, now let's talk performances. Michael B. Jordan, yeah, he's good. Sylvester Stallone, Jesus, I don't think I've ever seen him pull something out like that. Dude, that's it's the best I've ever seen him. It's the best, and you know he's played Rocky six times now. That you well, think he's finally just- he's finally he's finally eased into it. He's just playing Sylvester now, and it's yeah, absolutely, and it's great. It's great. I've heard rumors that he might be up for best not, uh, best supporting actor for this role. I'd appreciate a nod for this movie. Yeah, absolutely. I think fun. he deserves it. Yeah, a hundred percent. Because this is this is gonna be the last time he plays Rocky. Like it has to be. Ah, there might be one more. <laughs> you, think, you think there's gonna be one more? Ah, he might be in Creed too. You think you think that's the route they're gonna go? If they name the next one Creed Two, I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. Why wouldn't because... they? What would the, what else would they call it, Chadley? Fucking Rocky Eight, like for Christ's sake! You can't go back now. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> God damn it! They just shouldn't have fucked it up in the first place. You can't go back now, Chadley. Call it it could Rocky. be called. It could be called Adonis. Ah! Dude. Ah! If they call it Adonis Creed, dude, I'm done. <laughs> they call no, it I think, Adonis. I think Creed Two is the obvious sequel name. Yeah. Yeah, but do you think, like, because I think he'll be in Creed 2, but if they continue to make them, like, Creed 3, Creed 4, I think he won't be. What, what are you well, thinking? he has to die at some point. They that's the, that's the plot point of all Rocky movies is someone dies in it. Yeah, and he's old. He's old. He almost dies in this one. Yeah, it, it gets very close. And you know what? That's one of my favorite things in cinema this year was that scene where he's in the locker room arguing with him. Oh, it was so good. Arguing arguing with with whether or not he was going to live or he was going to die that like it's some of the most insane shit and it's so good i i didn't realize like sylvester stallone was even capable of doing a nuanced performance i didn't oh. i didn't realize he was capable of it where the fuck did you pull that from sly you know, hey like, man what have you been doing for the last 40 years where the fuck did that performance come from you cock Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Settle down with the language, Chadley. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's a kid's show. Kids are listening. Fuck her, Cameron. Kids, but, kids have Creed Cameron. <laughs> but like all, all it, and it's it also it's also one of the best like sound mixed movies I've heard in a very long yeah, time. Yeah, this, I, I also noticed that as well. The sound mixing, uh, the cinematography, like Jesus Christ, like it's out of this world. We, I, I feel like we glanced over it too fast, but that continuous boxing match is like the best thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it's amazing because even though the camera is constantly moving, 
Every single thing that's important in the boxing match, you're going to see on film. Every, like, every punch to the face, you're going to see on film. Every fucking punch to the stomach, you're going to see it. It's amazing. This is, it's the boxing movie that uh, I didn't know I needed in my life, I think. Yeah. And, like, honestly, when we decided to do Creed, I was, like, I was almost kind of just like, ugh, another boxing movie. Like, I've seen these. You know, I've seen them. I'm done with boxing movies, but you know what? Might do it again if it was another Rocky joint. <laughs> You're back on board with Rocky, hey? I'm back. Well, no, I was always on board with Rocky. Oh, no, that's not true. I sort of fell off board after four, but I'm well, back they stopped on. the Cold War in that one. <laughs> dude, that's the fucking dumbest shit the entire world. Oh, yeah. Dude, so fucking dumb, but um, I'm back good, on board. I like it. I'm back on board for Rocky. I am optimistic for the future of the of the franchise. But even if they decided to make that the last film in the franchise, I don't think I would be that upset. I really no, like the way they ended it. That's completely fine. That's completely fine. The way they ended it was just breathtaking, almost. Mm-hmm. Like that last scene, I don't want to give spoilers because this is a movie you got to see. That last scene, it's breathtaking. Yeah. Oh, man. It, really, it really takes you back. I, I do agree. I'm, I'm not. I wasn't the hugest fan of the of the girl and uh, yeah. her points seemed seemed a little contrived. Yeah, but. they made they made her deaf just for like no reason. They're like, oh, she's deaf, so feel bad for this character. It's yeah, like, feel, yeah, feel it, feel it. <laughs> yeah, but why? Why do I feel bad for this character? Stop manipulating me, Ryan Coogler. Yeah, yeah, piece of shit. Love the man. Love He's the gonna man. be huge, by the way. Yeah, he'll be he'll be big, man. He will be big. It's two uh, for two so far. Two for two. That's a pretty good average. Most people don't make it that far. What was what was the other movie you said he did? Fruitvale Station. It's about when that uh, black dude got beat up and murdered at his train station for no reason. Oh yeah, no, I've never seen that. Who, who's in this? Michael B. Jordan. Oh, Michael B. Honest. Jordan. Michael yeah. B. J. I think it's on Netflix. That's where I watched it. But it's, it's MB, very good. MBJ. Oh, it's got Octavia Spencer in it. Yeah, I gotta check this out. Very good uh, film. I love Octavia Spencer, but that's, um, that's, that's that movie is most of the reason why I was so hyped for this because because that movie is fucking phenomenal and Creed is just it's taken his game to a new level. It, once you th- that's what I like is when you throw money at someone who's very good, you're going to get something very good, and I think yeah, that's absolutely. pretty obvious in this day and age. And like it's it's something like like it, I I even equate it to I don't want to give spoilers because we're talking about it next week, but it, I even give that credit to like Star Wars as well. They threw money at J.J. Abrams and was like, "Hey, here, make this movie," and he's like, oh. "You know, they gave him a big franchise the same way they did with Coogler. They're like, you know, some money. You know, what's gonna suck. What's that? When they get to Star Wars, the third part of that trilogy, and it's fucking made by Colin Tre- Trevorrow of Jurassic World." Oh, it's yeah. gonna be complete shit. That's gonna be the worst. That's gonna be the worst end. That might be the worst one. JJ JJ Abrams is pissed off that he didn't do that. He didn't decide on for all three. Yeah, I would be too. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not as concerned as Rain Wilson on the next one, but I can't imagine fucking Colin. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rain Wilson is directing. Sorry, Rain Johnson. Rain Johnson. Oh, Rain Johnson. I was like, what the fuck. Rain Johnson of Looper fame. You love him. I know you're a big oh, fan. Yeah, I do love I do love Rain Johnson. I thought you meant Rain Wilson, and I was like, well, you said Rain they Johnson. Have, they have the same name, and I'm I'm very dumb, so I get things confused. <laughs> I, I yeah. said fucking Jeff Goodman last episode, so it's... Oh, true, true. 
Um, what else did Rain Johnson direct? Oh, he directed Brick, some Breaking Bad. Brick was amazing. Brick. GL. Oh. It's JGL's first thing. JGL. Brick, he did some Breaking Bad. Oh, he directed He directed the best episode of Breaking Bad that's ever been. Oh, yeah. He also did Blood Brothers Bloom, which is a fucking amazing movie. That's the one with uh, Adrian Brody? Yeah. Adrian Brody's in that? Yeah. The Brody. Well, Merry Christmas, all you bunk fucks. Uh, of course, we're, this year we're not taking a break. We're not taking a holiday break, dude. We're just we're gonna be right on it, uh, right on it next week. Um, last week we took a ho- last year we took a holiday break because I think we needed a couple weeks to digest the interview, really digest it. Oh yeah, I understand that fucking garbage. Um, but yeah, next week we're gonna be talking about Spotlight. That's with Michael Keaton, Mark Ruffalo, uh, the Tooch. Mark Ruffalo's Buffalo Ruffalo's. Yeah, absolutely. The Tooch, I believe, plays a plays a, a kid fingering priest. Oh, does he finger a kid? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe somebody's got to play a kid fingering priest, right? And if anybody's going to do it, they're going to give it. Seems to like the Tooch. Seems like that's a two troll. That's a two troll because like they wouldn't make a movie about kid fingering priest without having a kid fingering priest in it. I better I better not see Mark Ruffalo's Buffalo Ruffalo's finger. Yeah, <laughs> oh, dude, I would love to see that. Uh, and then we're also going to watch a new movie with uh, Emily Blunt of Edge of Tomorrow fame. This is Sicario. Well, more more so, it's a Benicio del Toro vehicle, and apparently, it's the best he's ever been. Oh goddamn! And then, of course, uh, people can't stop fucking talking about it. So I guess we're going to talk about it as well. We're also spoiling the review. It. We're spoiling the fuck out of it. It's oh, we're, spoil- we're spoiling the fuck out of it. Hey, hey, uh, spoilers! Baltrade so is here's Baltrade. the thing, fans. Uh, of the movie epidemic podcast between you have one week to go see this fucking star wars movie and then you're gonna get the full spoiler review from us here's the thing is that we're gonna be we're gonna be recording that episode next week between the 28th and the first if you haven't seen star wars by that time anyways you're not seeing it in theaters like you don't care you don't 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 care you don't give a shit yeah you don't give a shit so we're spoiling the fuck out of star wars uh, but I do want to tell a quick story here. Uh, sure. of, uh, remember when I was talking about uh, when I went to see The Equalizer and I was talking about how people who talk in the theater are the most terrible people in the world? Yeah. Well, I, I found one person at the theater who's more, more terrible. Yeah. Okay, so I was lining up to Star Wars on a Monday. What? Uh, no, I went to Star Wars on a Monday. But um, People who dress up to Star Wars on a Monday. Oh, yeah, no, there was a dude dressed up as Darth Maul, and I was like, I don't even know. I, this is the farthest from episode one that you can get, you know? Like, I don't even also, know for trying. sure dress up on, uh, on, the, on the night it opens, if you're going to do that. But, yeah, somebody was dressed up on Monday, but whatever. Um, standing there in line. Now, I, I, you can say that this is my own fault for not seeing the movie earlier, but for fuck's sake, Monday was three days after the movie came out. Oh, you got spoiled in the line? Yep, there was kids. There was a kid coming out of the theater. Like I would, I think I would have beat the shit out of him. <laughs> and he saw that we were all standing there, and it wasn't like it wasn't just like he was talking about it loudly. He saw that we were standing there and purposely shouted spoilers. I would have actually beat him up. I, I, you know what? I punched a nerd on the way out of the theater because I, because he shouted like a big spoiler, and I was like, "Oh, if that's fucking true, if that's fucking true, and it actually happens in the movie, I'm gonna punch a nerd on the way out." Guess what? It was fucking true, and it was the big spoiler of the movie. You know what's funny? I got spoiled on a meme. No, it like, no. It was like hidden at the bottom of a meme. I was like, <laughs> no. Yeah, son of a bitch. Oh, dude, that sucks. You haven't seen it yet, hey? No. Oh, dude. I'm so – like, I'm excited for you because you haven't seen it, but let me tell you something. Baldroid is Luke's father. 
Oh my Baldred. god. Baldred is Luke's real father. <laughs> hey, I have a question about Baldred. How'd they fit a midget in that thing? <laughs> no, dude, they made they actually made the fucking ball droid. Nah, it's a midget joke. You'll get lots more of that, I'm sure, in the next episode of Movie Epidemic. Yeah, so absolutely. Uh, when we talk about uh fucking R2D2 and shit. Buckle up, bitches. Buckle up. There's gonna buckle be up, stories. buckaroo. We'll do we'll do top five Star Wars movies. Okay. I've already said it on air. There's no way. be the first one, so what? Be my holiday special is gonna be my number one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it might. You know what? With the prequels being as bad as they would, I wouldn't be surprised if Holiday Special cracked my list. Dude, Revenge of the Split's amazing. I fucking love that movie. <laughs> I have the high ground, Anakin. I have the high ground, Anakin. All right, all right, all right. Uh, I like the part when he kills all the kids. I like the part when he kills the kids. Uh, <laughs> First two are legit, actually, some of the worst movies I've ever seen. Attack of the Clones, I won't even watch anymore. Like, like one, episode one has some redeemable qualities. Yeah, it's, got, it's okay, but it's not it's great. Got, so. It's got the niece, it's got Darth Maul, uh, Pod, Pod Race is badass. The second one is actually just like a vehicle for fucking Jar Jar Binks to annoy the shit out of you for two hours. There's, no, there's nothing in that movie. It's not about anything. All you need to know is that by the end of the movie, the, Anakin... The cool tall aliens, so look up a picture of them from the Clone Factory. They're yeah. awesome. Awesome design rest of it's uh, bullshit all you need to know is that anakin is fucking padme by oh, the end I, of the movie. that's actually the one where uh natalie portman's in that that white spandex so i'm not completely mad at it ah it's i still think it's i still think it's a 0.5 out of 10 movie i'd give it a one can <laughs> you give it a one you bump it to one i give it a one out of 10 yo i i give, I give it a, i give it a i give it a 0.5 because of one thing and one thing i'd alone. give i'd give phantom menace a two i give phantom menace a four four out of ten i think is more than Revenge okay. of the Revenge of the Split. <laughs> Revenge of the Split. We'll give that give that a six. I can give that bitch an eight. Give that bitch up. an eight. I fucking love that movie. Like I legit love that movie. I think I think Revenge I'm of the Split is great. I'm a notorious Star Wars hater, but that's mostly as a joke. <laughs> yeah. If you go back and listen to the episodes where I completely destroy Star Wars, that's com- that's mostly a joke. <laughs> yeah, because they're they're, they're they're actually pretty fucking good movies. But we'll talk about the Force Awakens, Ball Droid Awakens. On the next right. episode, a lot of watch. Uh, subscribe on YouTube and watch, listen on iTunes. God bless. <laughs>